0: welcome this is jamie and this is donna and this is episode number 50 of the circus 71 podcast for the week of march 23rd 2021 coming up on today's show bob chapek makes some ridiculous claims shocking i know disneyland announces their reopening date i give you a quick trip report and in our main segment we answer questions sent in by you our listeners for our 50th Episode celebration. This is the Circus 71 podcast. Special shout out to longtime listeners and cousins, Steve and Tim. Steve and Tim are fans of the podcast and also major computer people. As a matter of fact, Steve and Tim's aunt was used as the model for the audio animatronic in the computer room scene of Spaceship Earth. Recently, Steve and Tim used their computer skills as a prank to delete my new listener shout-outs from last week's episode. It was all in good fun, and last week's new listeners will get their shout-out on an upcoming episode. True story, Donna.
1: Is your nose as long as the heels that chick wears in Spaceship Earth?
0: (laughs) Certainly could be. All right, Bellatrix, several news stories up this week, off-air joke for our listeners. There, um, first, it's news... only a joke if anyone besides you is laughing. If anybody would like to that joke, explain to them. I will happily answer any emails or calls or texts as they come in. Um, but anyways, first up uh, in news this week, Disney CEO Bob Chapek states guest satisfaction at parks is higher now compared to pre-pandemic this was during an interview with bloomberg's emily chang where chapek discussed the um, improvement of guest satisfaction when disney parks reopened worldwide man this is dumb i I don't know (laughs) what metric he's looking at I i mean guest sat scores you know if you haven't been to a out to eat in a year if you go to a mcdonald's drive-through <laughs> it may taste like fillet mignon I, I mean this is such a crazy statement for me for me to read
1: so my parents used to work um, in the irs criminal investigation division in the government and they always told me that one of the the books that you know they they made them study and made them keep on their desk was a book called How to Lie with Statistics. There is always a way to make a statistic show what you want it to show. There's always a way to spin it, even though you're not technically manipulating the number to make it come out the way you want it to come out. So obviously a little bit of that that you know wordsmithing is happening. I agree with what you're saying, James. That if you haven't been in so long, you might just be so 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 happy to have the chance to you know get to the park that you might report that it's this this great experience and things like that. But in general, I mean, man, I just I don't know where he gets off saying that.
0: I mean, yeah, guest satisfaction. You can always go to a park you want. You know, park hopping isn't limited by certain hours. There's a Disney Um, dining plan available. There's a Disney dining plan. Um, You know, we can pig out at Cape May Cafe (laughs) um, or Ohana. Uh, I... I this is crazy, I, I and I'm kind of in a mood tonight, so I should also prepare our listeners for that, but this one, I don't know if this guy believes his own lies, or he's just so far out there and gone that he thinks this is a reality. I, I have no idea.
1: Jamie's in a mood because he thought it would be a really, really great idea To leave for the airport yesterday morning at five o'clock in the morning with two children under age four.
0: No, we left at night. What? Yeah. Our flight was at 7.50 at night. Was it? I mean, unless I missed one in the morning.
1: Okay, because when you were texting with Andrew, Andrew thought it was in the morning when he was giving you the advice on what time to get
0: there. It was. That's just happened. I'd rather ask him before before I was in the car. Okay. Otherwise, that would be pretty silly. Should huh. I, have, Andrew? Should I have left twenty five minutes ago, or am I good now? Whatever you say, dear. Whatever you say. Uh, yeah, and we left to go down there in the morning. But, anyways, that'll be all be in our trip report. I'm sure. Um, yeah.
1: I, so he's just I, regular cranky then.
0: Yeah. Well, when I read stupid stuff like this and ridiculous statements from this imbecile i i just i don't know where to start and some of our other stories got me going a little bit as well but i I mean to say you're better off now and in this current environment than you are pre-pandemic that's a crazy statement to make and one that i Wholeheartedly disagree with through no, I will say this through no fault of the Disney cast members themselves, you know, or, or and if I want to be fair, JPEC you know, it, it, nobody could have predicted what was going to happen, and I think a lot of what they're doing is decent, COVID related, if it is legitimately COVID related, but I, I mean. Yeah, t- telling people I'm going to cut Magical Express and you're going to be happier about it, that's nuts.
1: No free magic bands anymore.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, it's just crazy to say. I-, I would love to see the the data and statistics on that. But
1: Jamie, write down on the notepad that I know that you briefed out of your notes for your trip report about um, cast member interactions. And if you don't talk about it, I want to ask you a question about that.
0: All right.
1: So next up is a happy announcement. This just every single time that any travel vendor announces that they are back or will be back on a certain date. I just get goosebumps. I get so excited. I mean, I'm legitimately happy. For the country, for the world, that so many folks are getting vaccinated, I'm super, super excited about you know what that means for so many things, including travel. Because for me, uh, making memories is is what I want to do with my family. I, I love that 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 travel allows me to, to make those memories with my son and my son with my parents and it's just it's really special to me so anyway disney cruise line announced summer 2022 destinations that include some greek isles northern europe even some destinations that I have not been previously so i know that you know this is not saying you know oh they're opening next month because They're likely not opening, you know, currently uh, all uh, Disney Cruise Lines is is, uh, canceled through the end of of April, but that will likely extend. Um, But the bottom line is that these cruises are being planned. They are happening, and we can book them starting on Thursday for folks who have not cruised Disney Cruise Line before and would be interested in pricing.
0: And just to date it, that would be Thursday the 25th of March. Um, One comment I want to make about this that, that I think Disney Cruise Line is making a huge mistake on is really not, they have such a high affinity group for, for DCL and people that want to cruise with Disney Cruise Line, and they are radio silent. Like, give us a 10-minute YouTube video. This is what we're doing to the ships. Say something. We know you can't give us a date. But just say something to interact and engage, I don't know, in a social media format with your your core customer base. You know, Norwegian and all the other cruise lines are at least providing something. And and DCL, it's crickets. It's just crazy to me
1: it's so um, funny being a Florida resident and having so many friends who um, whose kiddos were on spring break last week or this past week. So they went down to the beaches and there's so many pictures of the Disney boats and other boats, but the Disney boats, you can pick out anchored, you know, out in, in the distance because they don't have the boats in ports. They have them out at sea with, with skeleton crews. So I agree. I've often thought like, how cool would it be and not just for Disney for any of these cruise lines to have someone on one of the ships who is really um you know friendly which most of these cast members are or most of these you know employees are I guess I should say depending on on the company but saying like hey have you ever wanted to take a tour of the blobby blah space well guess what there's no one in this room I'm going to take you through it I'm going to show you the kids clubs rooms I'm going to show you the paleo dining or whatever you know cool experience on board the ships. I I agree. I think that all of these companies could be um, using this time to engage clients.
0: Right. No, I I couldn't agree more. I, I just don't really understand that. And I think it's a super missed opportunity. Well, next
1: time, Jamie may be able to hire us. Well,
0: I I would like that. Um, (laughs) In other breaking news, Disneyland Resort will reopen with an official date, April 30th, after over a full year of closure. Disneyland Park Park and DCA, Disney California Adventure, will return on April um, 30th. This was announced by The Bald Wonder on um, CNBC. Um, He um, indicated a date would be announced soon at a recent shareholder meeting. Some of the um, opening, um, not parameters, Donna. um, Guidelines? Yeah, I guess you could say that. Uh, Logistical things is what I'm trying to say. Um, Include uh, limited theme park capacity, park reservation system, um, for anybody ages three and up also need a valid admission, obviously. Um, and theme park reservations for the time being will only be available to California residents, um, in line with current state, um, guidelines and information on the new reservation system will be available, um, soon. I'd imagine it's it's gotta be the same if, Not extremely similar to Worlds. Well, I think it's interesting.
1: At least I have not caught when maybe you have, jane of the annual passes. Because if you if you folks recall, it wasn't that crazy long ago that Disneyland refunded folks and said, you know, hey, we are not offering an annual passport product right now. And then they were doing polling, and we were talking through through some of those options. So I think that's really interesting. It's only for California residents, and to our knowledge, those folks are going to be buying like regular tickets.
0: Yeah, and that may be part of why um they could have reopened April 1st and delayed it to April 30th, you know, as we record this on the 21st of March, there's been no news on um APs for Disneyland or I mean for that matter a new uh APs for Walt Disney World. True. Um you know, so that'll be definitely interesting how that impacts um the uh, the California residents out there. So, Jamie, listen. you missed
1: my favorite part of this whole reopening story.
0: No, I mentioned Chapec
1: No, 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 no. The shouting part.
0: Oh, I was supposed to do that. I didn't click the next tab. Shouting must also be limited even on roller coasters at California theme parks um, upon upon, excuse me, reopening um that what is the incredible coaster is that like a zero to 60 at least maybe more um i didn't think it was that intense but i could be wrong
1: so disney gosh a couple of years back rethemed um the area that was um you know the what gosh what was it called before it was pixar pier jamie i just totally blanked
0: out california but, it was 55 miles an hour and it was uh, california screaming
1: no, no, I knew the name of the coaster, but I didn't remember what they called that area before they called it Pixar Pier.
0: Paradise Pier.
1: Thank you, because uh, uh, the hotel. Anyway, um, so uh, that that area was rethemed. So instead of being California Screamin', it's now called the Incredicoaster. So California Screamin', which Jamie just confirmed goes nearly 0 to 60, 0 to 55 at the start of the coaster, you're not supposed to make an audible
0: peep. So yeah, have fun, guys. Yeah, it's interesting, and and Don and I were talking about this before we started recording. It this didn't really jump out to me as anything crazy because I had read that they actually did this um, in Tokyo uh, at Disneyland where they, they shouted within their heart. They had some phrase that is escaping me at the moment. Um, so it I'm really not, stuck with you. Yeah, I'm not over. Well, I've not been to Tokyo in a while, but um, travel restrictions and all. <laughs> um, but actually, it's in that article too, Donna. Japanese theme parks have previously recommended guests not scream as to mitigate the um, spread. So I'm
1: just shaking my head. I know that no one can hear it rattling, but this is a big like to me.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what you're going to do if a guest screams on a roller coaster, but you know, just it is like what Disney it is. does
1: so much here, if a guest takes takes their
0: mask off on a roller coaster, right. Now that I agree with.
1: <laughs> All right. Moving right along is a pretty powerful statement. Walt Disney World union leader calls on Governor DeSantis to allow cast members to be eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. So just to kind of give everyone a little bit of backstory of what's going on here in Orange County, where Walt Disney World is located. Well, except for the tiny, tiny tip in Osceola, but let's just go with Orange County. Um, the, the state of Florida, the announcement was made by Governor DeSantis that anyone 50 or older could receive their vaccine. The, I forget if it was the mayor of Orange County, I believe it was the mayor of Orange County said at the convention center, the Orange County Convention Center, anyone 40 and older would be eligible to get the vaccine, a full 10 years younger than what Governor DeSantis said for the state. So they've gotten into a little bit of a pissing contest. Excuse my language. It is what it is. Uh, But at the Orange County Convention Center, starting tomorrow, Monday, the higher math, 22nd, anyone 40 and older will be able to come to the Orange County Convention Center and get that vaccine, including those Disney cast members. So when you kind of put it in that perspective, you know, the union calling for, um, you know, cast members to be included in the currently eligible groups is, is not that crazy. Uh, the quote that the union leader said was, at the end of the day, DeSantis has said he's not putting workers first, he's putting seniors first. At this point, I think it's time to move on past that. He then cited the fact that over 30,000 cast members work at the resorts, theme parks, and hotels primarily coming from Orange County, calling that no small number. So for what it's worth, because again, it's our show, so I'm kind of allowed to say what I want, it is a crying shame if the convention center is sitting there empty with employees and nurses waiting to help people in, to scan them in, to get them parked, to get them their vaccine, to, to move them through and not allow cast members that want the vaccine to come get it. If that's the case, I am all for it. If it's backed up with other populations Gosh, I don't know. It's hard. But from what I've seen, every time they release it to another group, you know, when they re- released it to teachers a couple of weeks ago, it was slammed for a couple of days with, you know, tons of teachers coming in, but then it emptied out again. So I, I want it used. If they have vaccine, I want it going in people's arms.
0: No, I agree. <laughs> no, Donna, did you say um, for the, the 40 and older, or the 50 and o- older demo, is that only Orange County or is that the state? The state of Florida, Governor Santa said, anyone 50 and older. Okay.
1: The mayor of Orange County said, at the Orange County Convention Center location, anyone 40 or older with Florida ID
0: can get their vaccine. Gotcha. Okay. Because the only reason I would asked that is I, 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 I we talked earlier about how statistics can be misleading where he said that over 30,000 cast members work at the resorts, theme parks and hotels. And obviously that's a significant number. I would almost want the statistics of, you know, how many of them are already in considered that go or going to be, you know, as of tomorrow in that priority group, um, you know, so it, it makes it a little bit more misleading, but um, with that being said, I 100% agree. There's no reason not to open it up to them. Interestingly enough, we haven't heard anything on the universal kind of unionized side, but no, I'm all for it, as you said, especially if, um, you know, vaccines are are just sitting there waiting and and you have all the workers, um, you know, just just sitting there waiting for people and, and people want the vaccine, they should absolutely have that opportunity and open it up. Um, I'm, I'm the convention
1: on center it. is such a well-oiled machine, Jamie. I know we didn't talk too much about it, but it's it's a literally in-your-car situation. Mm-hmm. You pull up to the convention center. They've they really organized signs telling you where you're going to which concourse and which direction to follow. And they have things coned off. You stop in uh, the first person you, you reach There's signs that say, you must have, have your mask on. You put your mask on, you let them scan a barcode on your phone or that you've printed out. They then check your ID. They send you forward. You go around down under the building, someone else scans, they put a sticker on your arm showing who you are and they send you to like little parking areas where there's a nurse and like an assistant, for lack of a better word, who are doing the paperwork and then giving you the injection, giving you your card, slapping your, uh, scanning your sticker again, and then they send you out to the parking lot where they have you park for either 15 or 30 minutes, depending you through low or high risk, and tell you to throw on your hazards and start honking your horns if you need help from the EMTs that are 200 yards away. It is crazy organized crazy quick it's just i cannot sing the praises enough of what they've done at the orange county convention center and how smooth that process is um so if they have the ability to vaccinate cast members if cast members want that vaccine i want them to get
0: it yeah no i fully agree with that especially given the topic of our last news story of the week So the only
1: reason I agreed to do this one last was because Jamie said, don't forget, Donna, I'm doing my trip report after that. And we consider that part of housekeeping or I never would have agreed to do this story last because it's just it makes me that angry. So a 51 year old Palm Beach man has been charged with a felony and trespass from Walt Disney World after he was accused of spitting on a security cast member who asked him to put on his mask. Jamie, we can't hear your the, the listeners can't hear your head shaking either. Uh, it's go ahead. I I don't even want to interrupt your flow. <laughs> so the security guard confirmed that she, so this was a, a female security guard, confronted the gentleman. I say I say gentleman, the article clearly didn't, the man, while he was walking into the convention center of Disney's contemporary resort. She asked him if he needed directions and he said, I'm a guest. She told him the convention center was closed and asked him to put on a mask. He promised he would once he was inside the building and she reminded him the mask required at all times while on Walt Disney World property. According to the arrest report, the male told her to leave him alone and took a step towards her and spit on her. The spit did not make direct contact, but some saliva did hit her on her left forehead.
0: Yummy. Uh, are you finished? I didn't want to interrupt because I have so many things to say about this.
1: I mean, it's just classless. Uh, it's absolutely classless. He clearly is a, a person who believes that the masks are not necessary. But even if that's what you believe, the fact that you feel like you should spit on someone, is it's infuriating. And I'm so glad that the cast member was able to go back and identify him and that the Orange County sheriffs were able to catch up with him. Because unfortunately, for whatever reason, she didn't have a radio, which don't get me started on why that happened. Because in my opinion, male or female, a security guard should have a radio. Um, so that's that is on Disney um, but the fact that she was able to go back identify him on security that they had it on the security footage and saw the whole incident I mean it should be it should be you know case sealed you know no issues you should get charged with that felony he will be trespassed from Disney regardless because that's their decision not um, you know the local government but it's just it's crazy I, I don't get where people get off
0: here's the thing there are a million different Warnings there's a million different a frames that are out at all times when you're on Disney property. I am a guest is the most ridiculous statement you could make. if you are in a get if you are a guest in my house and I want you to take your shoes off <laughs> you're either doing it or you're out of the house. You're a guest on Disney property. It's their rules. They could request that you wear a pink half shirt and pumps. <laughs> Please do. If I don't, I'm off Disney property. It extends everywhere. It's not just inside a building. To, to be this entitled, narcissistic, and self-serving is insane. I, it's despicable behavior for anybody to treat another human like that. If you agree with the mass thing or not, is totally not relevant. You- I
1: mean, to me, like it's one thing, and he still shouldn't have done it. I, I'm not justifying it because I agree with everything he said. But it's one thing to just mouth off to someone. It's a totally different thing. That he spat at her, that is infuriating on so many different levels.
0: In a pandemic, in a pandemic, <laughs> we're spitting on people. What
1: is wrong with you? L- like, well, if, if he did it now, that's that's clearly this guy's thing. Like, you don't just decide out of the blue you're going to spit on somebody during a pandemic. Like, obviously, this is something that you've done in the past.
0: Unless nobody told him he had to wear a mask before, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, it- it's. It's just so crazy to me that you would feel so entitled, and you are the only person that exists in the world. I, I mean, don't go. I can't say it enough. Don't go. Going to Walt Disney World is not a right. It's a privilege that you pay for. It's their rules, and same thing with Universal, because because um, I haven't been to Universal property, but. They require the mask at all times as well, unless you're in a relaxation zone or you're sitting down at a table. Why people think they could do that and get away with it and, you know, they're the only ones in the world and the rules don't apply to them, don't go. Cast members don't deserve that. That actually segues into at least part of your trip report. It does. Scott. ahead. I um, just got back. Actually, this time, 24 hours ago, I was probably somewhere over North Carolina, maybe. Um, actually, probably closer to that. We took off seven fifty, two two hours. Yeah, we were probably closer to Virginia. Nevertheless, um, one night in a one-bedroom at the boardwalk, and then the rest of the time I was at um, Old Key West. Both, first time I'd ever stayed at um, either of those resorts. Um I I actually really like both of them. Uh the the one bedroom at boardwalk I thought was awesome. Really cool there. Um have you you I know you stayed at Old Key, have you done boardwalk, Donna? <laughs>
1: We have not, but we've done one bedroom units at a bunch of different properties. So the space in the one bedroom, especially when you have kids, even when Andrew and I just use points to stay with Anthony, we prefer the one bedrooms. We put him to bed and then we can go hang out like in the the family room, kitchen area, and you know be able to be up after he's in bed and not huddled under the covers watching something on the iPad.
0: <laughs> yeah, I actually thought about that for a show one time. We should do like a DVC one hundred and one. Um, oh yeah, type of topic. But anyways couple of the notes that I, I saw while and thought of while in the park. Number one, social distancing markers are everywhere. <laughs> now, I don't think it's unreasonable to say I consider myself an educated guest on Disney property. Even I had to ask Val, what are these markers for? Because <laughs> they're everywhere. Um, Which I thought was kind of interesting and funny in that, I mean, you really have to figure out what you're in line for. Because you could easily, if they don't have the stick with the end of the line here, you could walk an extra hundred yards and then have to backtrack. Andrew and I decided that they should be color-coded for that reason. Meaning, like, if it's an attraction, yellow, a food stand, green, or... Something like that.
1: Yeah. Just just something to differentiate between this one and this one. Or even, honestly, like, even Seven Dwarfs Mine Train blue; A uh, Voyage of the Little Mermaid red, because they could feasibly back into each other.
0: The only... I, I mean, the, in theory, I 100% agree with you. My only... Um, disagreement, I think, in practicality is leads me to bullet point one A <laughs> is that people can't follow the markers as it is. True. Through no, I mean, Disney's literally has a marker on the ground that says, please wait here. Social distancing doesn't exist for the most part, unless you. Happen to be sandwiched between two people who are trying their best to follow the rules. It, it amazes. Me. And the worst offender, and I didn't even get to tell you this, Donna, I actually tweeted at Walt Disney world to get a, a coordinator to this area, the Tomorrowland Speedway. Hmm. And you've done that recently. Oh Yeah. You know how, once you're in the covered part of the queue, it was the the rapid switchbacks. Yeah. The middle switchback has no, and this happens, I think, at Jungle Cruise as well, has no, uh, please wait here, markers, for 35 feet. Because they don't want people there because it'd be too close. Yep. Exactly. People think, oh, I'm, (laughs) it's crazy. I'm more than six feet behind the group in front of me. I'm okay. That's not I'm how six... one foot away from the person
1: next well, to well, me. Well,
0: even if they were six feet, even if I'm giving them the way benefit of the doubt. Even if they're that, the six foot distance thing is not linear. It's a radius. Mm-hmm. So when you're six feet behind the group in front of you, but a foot and a half from the person on your left. And I'm totally ignoring that CDC is considering three feet being enough. That's not what we're going by um, at this point, but it, it's not just linear. It, it's six feet around it, it radius kind of thing. But uh, I'm like, this is crazy. And, and especially in that second switch back in the jungle cruise, it got like, people would just walk. So I'm like, and the the social distancing, in my opinion, is not good. Like it, it, I think people are either just tired of it, don't care, or are so clueless that they just walk whenever they feel like it. For the majority,
1: that's of it. really really interesting to me because we've been going since they reopened. And I can count on one hand the number of times that I've had to give a dirty look to somebody or flat out say to them like, hey, I'm trying to teach my son to stay on his spot. Can you please back up? It happened.
0: I I think Tomorrowland Speedway was the worst offender. Um, I thought Voyage of the Little Mermaid had, or I'm sorry, um, what is it? Ariel's Undersea Adventure, the one at Magic. Yes. Um, I, I noticed there, ran into issues. I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. Haunted Mansion wasn't terrible but, you know, in, in certain instances, like when you get down like um, by the river, you know, and, and people are just kind of just walking you know, it, it's not so much paying attention to those those yeah. markers. Um, I did want to talk about the mask compliance a little bit. And I know we're running a little long, so I'll, I'll go through these last ones a little quick. Um, I found because I've gotten a lot of questions from from clients um, about like restaurants, indoor dining. Um, I ate. We ate in restaurants maybe five times, five nights of the trip. Um, were you ever told that you
1: had to keep your mask on unless you were actively eating?
0: We were not told, but we. We did, out of respect for the waiter or waitress, you know, if we they were taking our order, you know, we ate in, you know, Val and I, we all kept our masks on, you know, until we gave our order and our drinks a ro- uh, a rove <laughs> arrived, is, is what we did. Um, now, I did hear, I don't know if it was Via Napoli, one of the restaurants that we ate at, I did overhear. Um, The hostess say you can take your masks off now, Um, but I I just, I don't know. I didn't, me personally. Um, But I did notice that I thought people were way more respectful in restaurants um, inside with mask compliance. Um, I felt way more comfortable in that environment um, that somebody had to go up to the bathroom, they put their mask on. If they were leaving, they put their mask on. Um, So I thought indoor dining phenomenal job that they did if you are walking from a parking lot forget about it that was the most uncomfortable I think I felt with with people just being so entitled and I'm gonna wait until there's a cast member looking at me and all of a sudden I'm gonna put my mask on (laughs) it's just I find it obnoxious You know, you're you're on property. If you're on in the parking lot, just follow the damn rules. It's crazy to me, Um, and and especially going into Magic Kingdom, where where if you're getting in there in a big rush, there's a lot of people around you, right? You know, so I thought that was. I I wish they would have more security in the parking lot, and I think if they set the tone earlier, that would um, benefit in the long run. So that was an observation I had. Um, I also think Disney needs to open more things. Um, I just don't see how they can raise attendance without doing so. But I will also say this. The counter problem to that is many shuttered attractions are being used as extra queue space. Like Buzz Light Your Space Ranger Spin. That queue took up the... Um, I wrote, Monsters <laughs> and I wrote the acronym and I almost said it. Um, nice. The last floor queue space. Um, so I, I would love them to see them open more things, you know, to cause wait to, to go down at individual attractions. But I don't know if that really helps the spacing issue. And I don't necessarily know if I have an answer to that.
1: Well, I mean, it's what I've been saying to you for the longest time, even about the fast passes, you know, Soren using both sides for, for queue. Um, Peter Pan's flight was using the fast pass side for, for part of the queue, but then backed that off when they started sending people to Columbia Harbor House instead. So, yeah, I mean, it's what I've been saying for a good while now as attendance has been going up that they need to... F- figure it out. And, and again, I don't have the answer. Yeah, either.
0: It's not an easy solution. So I don't necessarily want to bash Disney over that. Um, it's just it's a tough situation. And then the last point that I wanted to make is um, safety. I personally felt safe. I also have been vaccinated for more than two weeks, you know, and have have the Moderna both doses. Um, I don't know what my comfort level would have been without being vaccinated at the time that we went where the parks were at their, you know, 35% capped capacity. Um, and with how people were, um, I don't think as, uh, not aware as, um, prudent. Is that the word I'm looking for? Um, with social distancing and, and mass compliance and the noses and things like that. I coming home and I know this isn't a Disney thing, but at MCO leaving last night we went to the the, the Chick-fil-A three girls have their, their mask around one ear ordering food at Chick-fil-A oh. like ordering food at the counter. Nobody said anything. Now I know that's not a Disney thing but It is the Orlando airport, you know.
1: I think that one thing we have to mention that we'd be remiss not to mention is you were also here, arguably the busiest week since they reopened. Absolutely. No,
0: 100%.
1: So I do think that that's important to say that, you know, Andrew and I have been going and we've always felt safe and we hadn't been vaccinated. Um, We did meet you guys on Wednesday at studios and I was very worried you know that that I was worried about coming over I was worried about what that was going to look like and I told Val multiple times that day that I was pleasantly surprised with what I was seeing for crowd levels based on what I was worried it would be Galaxy's Edge had more people than anywhere else but that's to be expected just like over at Universal everyone's complaining about you know Hogsmeade and uh, Diagon Alley being slammed well no Mm -hmm. kidding and I don't know if the answer to that is having an additional cast member or team member, if it's universal, blocking entrance to those lands and limiting number of people in those lands. I don't know what the answer to that is. Um, but uh, I, I was pleasantly surprised. It was not as crazy as, as I thought it was going to be. We waited longer for Toy Story than we did for anything else. Uh, Toy Story in right. Mania. Um, but Slinky's line wasn't bad. I mean, we we really... We were, Andrew and I were both very pleasantly surprised with what we saw on Wednesday. If there had been another park available, we might have gone a second time last week. But
0: obviously, they were they were gone, and as yeah, and clearly, they could have sold more tickets. But you know, interest of of guest safety. So, um, all in all, you know, to kind of wrap up the the trip report, so to speak, we did have a, a, an awesome time. Um, I felt safe, you know, especially you know, it's, it's, I I did want to make that point about being vaccinated, because if if somebody is not, um, I do think that could potentially impact um, their comfort levels, Um, you know, and and we were at capacity the entire week. So we can speak from experience of, of, you know, kind of the busyness levels. So I would have liked to see a little bit more compliance, but I also don't think it was way worse than anywhere where i'd go to a local um you know grocery store or walmart you know ultimately it was better with that um and then donna to wrap up you wanted me to remind you about cast member interactions oh yeah oh gosh This problem is
1: this could be a discussion all right two minutes max on this did you happen to notice a difference in cast member interactions with one another and i'll give you an example my 10 cents my experience is that it's Soren at, at the preload area when they've loaded guests in to their specific you know a b or c but you are um in the kind of like the, the the queue waiting to go in there are cast members that are usually at each of those areas and then there's usually one at the end of the hall in the past, they've always stood in their positions, always been where they were, air quote, supposed to be. Since the reopening, we have noticed, and it's so funny because you'd think it would be the complete opposite. They would not group together because of COVID. But they've, all, they've been together and, and BSing, not focused on the guests, which Andrew and I thought was really interesting. And it's not just Soren. In general, we're seeing more cast members standing, talking to one another instead of focused on guests. And you gave an example of, you know, they didn't give Peyton a fair shake at Swirling Saucer because so they were too busy yapping with each other to pay attention to her. So did you notice
0: more of that, less of that? You think I'm nuts? No, I, I did notice that. Um, but as you were talking, a, a counter thought. I don't even want to say a point or kind of sprung up if I was in the cast members shoes, given this situation, would I rather talk with, you know, my coworker who could be a friend of mine or some random stranger who I don't know who they are. I can't necessarily say I'd be all about interacting with the guests. Now with that, the, the, the Peyton issue, that's something different where this person's trying to get onto a ride, but just regular interacting with guests. Um, I'd say at the attractions, I saw less of it. We, we had one custodial cast member who we couldn't shake. <laughs> 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 Peyton was like losing her mind. I'm like, all right, uh, I of like alright i do not want to be rude, but we kind of have to move on. Um, but she was super sweet. So I, I felt really bad. But um, so there was that kind of interaction. Um, I don't know, but the, that kind of thought of, you know, having those people, um, you know, interacting with a bunch of different people, I don't know if I'd want to put that on them. But um, with that, that kind of concludes Trip Report Housekeeping, and we're going to take a quick break and then come back with your listener questions in celebration of our fifth. And we are back in honor of celebrating 50 episodes Donna, we have some listener questions that were sent in. So thank you to anybody who did um, write in or volunteered themselves to write in <laughs> um, questions. Uh, we do appreciate it.
1: And we should probably also add that we went from having too few and needing to solicit some additional questions to having too many and even having some questions that were just so good that jamie and i felt like we couldn't just answer them in two or three minutes we wanted to spend some more time on them so thank you for some great show ideas for the future as well
0: yeah no totally agree um so should we go ahead and start with val's question let's do it (laughs) if you could convert some cash rooms or hotel rooms to disney vacation club what resort would you pick You think I would have thought about this because you had it <laughs> I was wondering that big uh yeah that that big pause there, well, I'll go first if you want uh while sure. you were thinking. I'm stunned this has not happened yet, okay, um and we should also point out this is not a dedicated based on this this question, not a dedicated um d v c building like a Riviera or Old Key or Saratoga or anything like that. I can't believe they haven't converted any rooms to from Yacht Club.
1: Yeah, but they have Beach.
0: Which is a 2042 expiration. Ah, uh, fair. And is incredibly popular. Especially okay. during all of your Epcot festivals. I, I can't believe they haven't done um, this yet. Because they're running out of... And... and I know we talked about this earlier, possibly doing a DVC 101 show, but DVC or Disney Vacation Club is essentially Disney's version of a timeshare where you pay for a contract. It expires at some point in the future, um, and you're awarded a certain amount of points that you can stay and at various only resorts.
1: Is that the Resort that doesn't have DVC?
0: Because um, I'm trying to play through them in my head, and I think it may be um maybe um i think it actually might be so that in that case for this question's sake
1: that's really the only one that that would make sense because as much as they talked about oh riviera is going to be a moderate my tushy it was not Did not come off that way in the points charts so that's a really really hard question to ask i don't know jamie
0: yeah, I think um and, and I'm pulling this up on the uh on the website now. For I I, I can't believe they have not done um yacht club, especially because as I said, um Beach expires in twenty forty two. They don't know what right. they're gonna do with it then. And it, it is so popular with the walking distance to Epcot, with um Storm Along Bay, the Pool, lazy river that they have. Um, or so let me see. Grand Wilderness Lodge has a component. I, I mean, Grand Floridian. We, you know, their property has.
1: Well, same thing village. about Contemporary and Bay Lake Tower.
0: Okay, perfect. Um, Yacht Club Boardwalk. Correct. The only one that is listed as a deluxe that does not have a DBC component would be Yacht Club. Okay, so then the correct
1: air quote correct answer to this question is yacht club that would be the one that that would have
0: to go next yeah unless they took some rooms out of circulation for maybe like um like grandestino tower i i could almost see as a potential to have it at coronado
1: um
0: you know convention people um you know, that are going to be in town on business using their DVC points to stay. I I could see that as a plausibility as well. But if I was picking one, it's Yacht Club. I'm stunned that they were looking at building uh, Reflections Rehab as opposed to doing Yacht Club. (laughs) All right. Should we
1: move on to, I guess, Andrew's next? We should do the spouse first, and then we should move on to other listeners. Sure. Sure. All right, so Andrew's one of Andrew's questions, uh, because they're actually using one of his other ones for a show idea in the future. What is your favorite non-park activity
0: on property? Can I I, I just want a follow-up um question. The parks, does that include the water parks? Yes they, so they that would be a park-based activity. Yes. Um, well, certainly not Disney Springs. Um, I mean, the easy answer would probably be some of the mini golf, I guess that I've done a couple times. I thought that was fun. Um, I'm not really a big boat person. So not a, you know, the, the ferry time cruises or anything like that really wouldn't, doesn't appeal to me all that much. Um, yeah, I, I guess You're missing
1: I, a really obvious and hilarious one.
0: I feel like I
1: am. Go ahead. What what is your answer? I mean your answer is eating at Cape May Cafe.
0: Oh yeah. I guess eating would yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, I, th- I think mini golf is a really strong answer. Their mini golf courses, besides the dumb fairways course, are really, really, really cute and really fun. Overpriced, of course, but what isn't on property? Uh, so the mini golf courses are really, really fun. Um, we used to really, really enjoy Fork and Screen, the Eden movie theater at Disney Springs. We used to do that a whole lot until we discovered there's a similar style theater that's closer to my parents' house. And the reason that makes a difference for us is because of Anthony's childcare.
0: Okay. Um, I also had just, as you were talking, thought of one that kind of borrows from my question about the, the water parks, um, is a lot of the pools, I think at the resort are really awesome as well. Um, even at, it, you know, when, when pop was our home, um, resort, their little splash pad, Aiden could spend an hour there easy. Um, And and a lot of your moderates and deluxes have the kind of kids water splash areas that are super well themed, super cute and well done um, that I think being around those areas um, and the themed pools um, would be up there as well. And I was never a real big hangout at the resort type of person, um, but, you know, looking at a non park activity. I could see doing that for a little bit um, and having a good time.
1: We had so much fun. We stayed at Wilderness Lodge when mm-hmm. a couple of years back when that Hurricane Dorian was supposed to be hitting. And thank goodness it, it really didn't. But we spent, I think, three nights there because it was the slowest moving storm ever. Uh, so I think we spent three nights there and we had so much fun every single day. Um, in the afternoons, after Anthony but nap, we went down to the pool and they had a nice water uh, splash area that also had a couple of slides. And then they had a bigger slide. That, you know, we, we walked him up to the top. He got he went down the big slide and one of us would catch him at the bottom. So, so, so much fun. We had a blast doing that. So, no, I agree. A non-park activity that is really cool. Definitely hanging out, especially at some of those deluxe resort pools.
0: Yep. Donna, actually, follow-up question for you that I, I wasn't 100% sure of. For those uh, pools that have the slides, can an adult take a child down the slide with them? The adult has, Or the child has to go alone?
1: The kid has to go by themselves because actually the first time we didn't know that. And the first time that we took Anthony to even like the little kid area, we put Anthony on Andrew's lap to go down like the little tiny slide. And the customer was really, really nice. But the lifeguard walked up and said, oh, I'm sorry, sir. He has to go by himself on that so that's why you know we we got permission from the cast member to kind of stand in like the catch zone because when i worked at the community center in plump meeting for all those years no adults were allowed in that the catch area of the of the big slide so it was kind of surprising they were like oh yeah you can catch them okay great so we just took turns catching them
0: right okay yeah that that's kind of what i thought but i wasn't 100 percent um sure on that but yeah i I think some of the pools and, and you mentioned um you know, Wilderness Lodge, Copper Creek, you know, whatever, wherever you're staying. Um, I, that is one that I, I'm super excited for. I think that one looks awesome. Yeah, tons of fun.
1: All right, next up, uh, Amy's question? Sure. All right, thank you, Amy, for sending this one in. Amy says, if you could update or make changes, either in theming or setup to any
0: attraction, what would it be and why? I would change Soren back to Soren over California because (laughs) Soren around the world is terrible. (laughs) Originally, when I read that question, I was thinking, "Oh man, there's that's a difficult one." What would I change? And then I thought of Soren—that's an easy one for me. Do you want to know the?
1: Do you want to know? Well, I am cheating. The very first thing that popped into
0: my mind. I have another one, but you. You wouldn't go spaceship earth. Is it a thrill ride? Is it Mission Space? Okay, what? It was don't change the theming of Splash. Uh y- yeah, that's that's a super cheater because it said if you could update <laughs> slash make changes. <laughs>
1: So I am zooming into the future when they do change it and saying I would go back much like you. Uh, So yes, that was a super cheater. But if I was going to update or make changes to any attraction, I actually think I would have to choose something in world showcase, whether it would be the the Brazil Pavilion god whether it would be circle vision 3d or something up that direction or the the flap of the sing-along in france and make something else there engaging and interesting without it being an ip shoved down your throat something culturally appropriate i would want to see you know done there
0: okay I I know this is a slight cheater, but kind of along the lines of what you were saying, I think um, what would fit really well is a Canadian um, version of Cali River Rapids. Ooh, that would be really fun. Which I, I think that would be awesome going through the Canadian mountains or, you know, what, however you want to theme it. You know, obviously there's no IP, but I thought that would be a really, really cool idea. Um, yeah. And I thought of another one that I can't believe I didn't think of originally. Um, I would get Tesla to sponsor an electric retheming for the Speedway.
1: I would really like that. If, I know that you hate the smell, and it's not my
0: favorite either. But I would actually really like it because of the noise. It is so loud. It's it, it's, it's funny you said that because um, Aiden managed to get either between Val and myself um in i don't know three days in magic kingdom he wrote it five times um, <laughs> and the smell this time actually didn't bother me as much as you just said the noise you're 100 percent correct hmm. um the, the it is so i mean when cast members have to wear earplug protection yeah. that's crazy um I, i've said that's crazy probably 18 times so far in the show <laughs> um but that would be another one. I, I re- actually really like my uh, Canadian uh, River Rapids idea. I think that would be so, so cool. Um, yeah, and I know that was it... a bit of a, a cheater. I would also, um, as a last one, I would bulldoze Mission Space and rebuild um, and update her, uh, Horizons. Yeah, but I want to
1: see Space 220, so I don't want to bulldoze that building.
0: Thank you. You could still have that, though, because part of Horizons was living in space it would st- you sure. could still make it fit or re or um do a redo of um mission space to a completely new attraction i i would like the horizons idea and say you could still you know do space 220 cuz you could make that leap and i don't think anybody would really care too much about that um i mean anybody would trade mission space for horizons um so that would be some of them. That's. I think actually, Donna, we should revisit this um, as a full uh, topic. Yeah, because there, we could be,
1: even talk about interventions and how interventions in its heyday was really, really cool.
0: Yeah, no, a hundred percent, I agree. I, I almost want them to skip Journey of Water and just leave the views open as they are. I know.
1: All right, we got two more, both from uh, dear sweet Gerald. And Gerald's first question is, "It's powerful, Jane. All right. Gerald wants to know, will Hanson return to Food and Wine next year? And my response to Gerald was, "They might, but 98 degrees is still better. I love you, and I'll still go see Hanson with you."
0: Mm, I'm gonna bop and say, possibly. <laughs>
1: Actually, really well played, Jamie. For <laughs> one, something that you thought in your head would be funny actually was funny when it came out.
0: <laughs> Thanks. Oh.
1: All right. So on to his uh, uh, really hard-hitting question here. Will Universal's announcement of construction resuming on their third gate, oh, I guess fourth gate if you count Volcano Bay, so third fourth gate, resume uh, their construction resuming spark Disney to resume their various projects?
0: Shane? um and what gerald is is referring to it's a really good question universal um or not universal ceo comcast who uh nbc comcast who owns um universal recently said that um construction would restart immediately on epic universe the third or fourth gate or whatever you want to say for universal orlando um I don't think, and I think this is a huge mistake by Disney, I don't think it's going to change any of their plans for a couple of things. One, I I really think that they are trying to stick with that um, whatever was $900 million of, of capital expenditures that were essentially frozen or taken off the table. Um, number two, I think they're really going to have more of a focus on putting money into Disney+. Plus. Their direct-to-consumer streaming strategy, I think, is going to take a precedent over park development, um, just because that has been the breadwinner for the company um, during the entire pandemic. So more original Disney+, Plus um, shows... You know, Falcon and Winter Soldier just came out the other day. Um, You know, WandaVision, all those different uh, originals. I think more money is going to go to them as opposed to the parks. Um, I also think there was more that was going to be announced for the 50th that we are either not getting or is never going to be just not going to be announced. What was announced um, are things that had to be. You know, you can't announce Tron. And then, or or you can't start announce Tron, and then it's able to open in six months. It takes Disney years to build like that. Um, So I think we see Tron. I mean, it's crazy, but I think that's going to be the last one to open. Between Ratatouille, which I I think will be 2021, um, Cosmic Rewind at Epcot, which I think will be 2022, and I. I don't see Tron until 23. I am getting
1: so frustrated
0: with what I
1: feel is Disney reacting to what Universal is doing. I love Universal. It's the parks are great, but it's not Disney. Disney will always be top of the line for me, and I'm getting so frustrated with and I'll give a couple examples. Universal opens the Harry Potter-themed areas. Phenomenal, amazing immersive experiences. Disney responds with Avatar. (laughs) Eventually, I mean, we've just opened Galaxy's Edge on both coasts, and that rivals the immersive experience you get with the Harry Potter lands at their parks. But our initial response was Avatar. Great. Two thumbs down, blah, blah, blah. Then Universal steps up and they build this incredible roller coaster, uh, Hagrid's Magical Motorbike Adventure. It was just unbelievable next level attraction. Disney responds with Rise of the Resistance, which is also top notch next level entertainment um, offering. It just seems like everything they do, Disney has to respond to. So to answer Gerald's question more directly, I hope that Disney responds to it. But for once, I'd like Disney to be the first ones to say, our stock is through the freaking roof. We're going to finish these projects. We're going to push ahead and look what we can do. I'd like Disney to set the bar for once instead of Universal when they've got a new coaster ready to go right now too.
0: Yeah, I think Disney is being arrogant and repeating the mistakes of their past, when J.K. Rowling originally proposed, you know, the partnership to get Harry Potter to Disney, Disney was going to give them, give her, I think it was like one mini attraction on the old plot of Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, where you know, Mine Train, New Fantasyland ended up going. Um, she went to Universal. They knocked it out of the park. No pun intended. (laughs) Um, And I think they're making the same mistake where they're letting Universal kind of get way more of their market share. Um, You know, they they made the mistake and got caught with their pants down a little bit with Harry Potter and having nothing to respond to it. And it taken them six years for Pandora to open. Now, with that being said, I think Pandora was actually a pretty decent addition, whether you like the movie or not, um, or whether another one is ever released at this point. (laughs) Um, I, I would have loved Disney to go with the beastly kingdom concept. That was originally, um, not footnoted, but set aside for that area that was camp Minnie Mickey. I would have loved that to happen. Um, and it's been original, but we haven't had an original attraction before um, Awesome Planet. The one before that was Expedition Everest, whatever, 18 years ago or 15, however long it's been. So I, I think that's part of the um, issue. And, and like I said, I think more of the focus right now is going to go to streaming direct to consumer um, and the I don't know when we'll see something new. I'm super interested to see if and what will be announced at the D23 Expo um, in all. Is that going to be this year, Donna, or did that get is that 2022 now? I thought that got pushed. Um, D23 Expo. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, Jamie, it would be advertised everywhere if it was gonna be this summer.
0: Right. I can't remember. I know it's every other year, but it got obviously with the pandemic issue going on. I just couldn't remember when um it got kicked to and what they were gonna announce. Twenty September twenty twenty two. Yep. Yeah, and that's later than
1: it usually is even. Yeah, it's usually August. Yeah. So that gives them a lot of time to figure out what in the world they're going to do, what they're going to announce. But I don't know. To to answer Gerald's question directly, I hope, I hope it lights a spark. But I'm not going to hold my breath because I'm afraid that that Jamie might be onto something here that they're going to put their funds where they're currently getting, you know, the the money in. So uh, it is what it is. In any case, this was fun this was actually really, really cool. I enjoyed this. I wasn't sure how it would go, you know, kind of just chit chatting about these questions here, but that was, it was interesting. I didn't think the answering these questions would be that involved, I guess. And I'm definitely excited about the, the, questions that came in that can spark entire shows in the future so thank you guys for sending them in you can always send us questions you don't even have to wait for us to ask about doing these these shows so you're always welcome to send in those questions next week we're going to dive into a bit of a controversial topic the park pass reservation system which still needs a better name disney someone listen to us (sighs) APRs yeah seriously anyway as always we hope you have a great week and we'll see you real soon